0: Do you want me to see if I can generate something fun before we get into startup speed round and talking about the news and everything?
1: Yeah, I want to see what he would say about cryptocurrency.
2: Okay. Ooh, fuck,
0: that's a really good idea. Following is a transcript of a speech made by... You have to say stuff like labor leader Keir Starmer so it'll rear in the party
3: direction. About how he used his uh, cryptocurrency winnings to buy a Bugatti. <laughs> about
0: how he bought a... Cryptocurrency.
2: How he bought. Got to get a, the apes in there. You got to get the NFTs in there. I think. About,
0: well, you, you you gotta like you gotta sort of craft the prompt well, or it just kind of becomes nonsense. So
2: I'd say about no, how no, no. We we would never have nonsense. On <laughs> this come show. on, nonsense perish the thought. But what, how, what
1: about cryptocurrency as a way to get the citizens of this great nation to be part of the future? <laughs> okay, okay so- perfect.
0: About how cryptocurrency. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, try and make it even more believable. How blockchain. Technology can help, uh, improve, uh, can help improve, oh, how about this, can help restore trust in the party, and then you, I'll type out, um, people. This is Riley's typing out. Workington. Okay, so let's see what it gives me. Okay, it's thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nate, leave all of this in oh,
3: oh, wow. This is surprisingly, <laughs> this is, this is surprisingly believable. Milo, go ahead. I'm here today to talk about how we can use blockchain technology to help restore trust in our party. We've all seen the headlines over the last few years. Headlines about MPs' expenses, about party donations, about internal party disputes. It's no wonder that trust in politics is at an all-time low. But I believe that blockchain technology can help us turn the corner. Blockchain is a new way of storing data that is secure, transparent, and tamper-proof. It's already being used by banks and businesses all over the world, and I believe it has the potential to revolutionize politics. For example, imagine if we used blockchain to store all the data relating to party donations. That would mean that everyone could see where the money was coming from and that it was being spent in the right way. Or imagine... If we use blockchain to store all the data relating to MPs' expenses, that would mean there would be no more secrets and that everyone could see exactly how their money was being spent. I believe that blockchain can help us restore trust in our party and I urge you to support its use and also the use of cocaine with Julia Fox. <laughs> <laughs> is
2: thats not that not an insanely... That's just, genu- that's just genuinely prescient. Yeah, he's yeah. just going to do that. Yeah. We yeah. have
0: We have pre-written...
2: <laughs> A Starmer speech, where yeah. once he hears about blockchain, he'll I say that I think we have something, right? And I think mm-hmm. I think the program is, what we do is we find a sort of pliable, photogenic Labour MP who doesn't really have any positions on anything, and what we do is we just generate them policy positions and speeches, and we pilot them to the head of the Labour Party. I think we could do this. Well, I, w- I was going to say that, like, considering that the Labour Party is still hemorrhaging money, and it's still, like getting rid of people and putting them on like zero hour contracts and stuff. Like the logical next step would be to just get OpenAI to do everything for you. Yeah, that's true. We could, your, your, your disciplinary thing has been handed to open AI and you, you <laughs> now have like a six page letter about doing cocaine with Julia Fox that doesn't tell you whether awesome. or not you've been expelled from the party or not.
3: That's the kind of discipline I like. <laughs> the kind that involves doing cocaine with Julia Fox.
0: Um yeah, well that's exactly it. Uh it'll be funny like a
3: version of Keir Starmer who's doing product placement for both cocaine and Soho House. And he just has to keep bringing them up or they'll stop writing him checks. And I was and was I was with her and I was all, I was doing cocaine at with in the excellent facilities at Soho House, actually. Where their zero tolerance policy on drugs is I would say lightly enforced. <laughs> if you follow my meaning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um, so this is this is, we've been having some fun uh, generating here starmer uh, speeches and I, mean, I have so many of these but I don't want to do uh, many. Yeah, we're going to do them. them for the next
2: six or seven hours.
0: <laughs> uh, don't don't worry, we're going to do them for the next twenty four hours, then edit it down to the best six yeah, or yeah, seven. Yeah.
3: Everyone on this podcast will be replaced with AI starmers by the end. <laughs> by by next week, it will just be the AI starmer podcast. I mean, the one the one about using
0: blockchain. To improve trust in party that donations, just
2: compels you because it's plausible. That's yeah. so plausible,
1: it's so real. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, if I hadn't seen Riley type it out and and sh- and generated just now, I would have thought it was like pre-written.
2: Yeah. The thing is, wh- what amazing. happens is you, your um your MP's yearly expenses are formed into an NFT of a duck mm. pond house. Yeah. Um, and then you can trade those because uh it it enforces a kind of like uh, consensus. Um, yeah, well, like you know how signals.
3: all these AI things are mostly fake and it's just, you know, uh, workers somewhere doing yes, it. This is, they're actually, it out, they're just yeah. emailing these to Keir Starmer and they're, being, <laughs> they're paying him like piece work to fill them out. Okay, well, what would you say? <laughs> Keir
2: Starmer doing mechanical turf <laughs> <Yeah>. jobs. <laughs> oh, God, oh
0: God <laughs> what would I say? Um, yeah, I, I, was, I was experimenting with a few more, but no, no bangers just yet. So instead, Wendy. You live in, in, in the great city, the once great city of San Francisco, some might say. Oh uh, over- no, terrible. Yeah. Pathetic. You know what the AI can't do is trump. It has a really hard time doing trump. What about the Japanese? Well, system? so does everyone, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so, Wendy, uh, you've taken, just as a, as a hobby, you've just assembled a large coterie of photos of different ads for different startups, and I figured it would be fun to flip the script a little bit. And do something of a do something of a speed round of several, where I know nothing of them. I, Start I'm, up lightning round, and and I am handing the reins to you of the podcast.
1: Wow. Well, I'm honored. Well, okay. So I think yeah, we've heard enough of um, AI generated horrible things, and now I'm going to give you guys some real non AI generated horrible things. So yes, living in San Francisco for the last few years, I've been exposed to many different ads for many kinds of startups, most of which are great and doing amazing things for the world actually I would say yeah the vast majority of stars but you know every once in a while unfortunately I'll see one where I'm just like I don't know if this is actually making the world a better place and I have to take a photo and so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to just like describe a billboard for you and maybe omit some of the words with like blank and then have you guess
3: what it is All right. so you'd like to close your eyes and put on some smooth jazz
0: while Wendy does (laughs) it's weird I've never been on the other side of this before (laughs) Oh.
1: So, yeah, if you if you recognize a
3: podcasting switch now.
1: (laughs) So I'll start just by like explaining what's on the billboard. And then if you don't get it, then I'll say the name of it. And then, you know, if you don't get it, then I'll reveal it. So what's on the billboard is I'll just say blank. We're blank certain things out. So this one is a massive billboard in the Mission District of San Francisco. And it says blank ownership for one eighth the cost.
2: Home. Dog. Dog.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not dog. Discount pets. Riley yeah. is close. Okay. All, all right. right. But there's a there's a word in front of holiday home. Second home ownership. Oh. one-eighth the costs. And their whole thing is about democratizing access to second homes. And they have a whole oh. mission statement about how they're really just trying to help people get access. It's like a timeshare. Yeah. Oh, but okay. and all the homes is like you you own one eighth of it, but you're still spending like six hundred thousand dollars
2: for a home. Yeah. And you don't yeah, have access to it are all the time. All of these, where are all of these timeshares that they're just buying up all the housing stock? So anyway? it's like
1: Tahoe is a big place mm-hmm. because a lot of uh-huh. people in the Bay Area have second homes there. But also in Southern California, especially places that are very flammable. <laughs> so it's uh-huh. very interesting. Yeah,
0: We we built this this wonderful like holiday chalet on top of this like oily rag factory.
3: Julia Fox yeah, but- and I have a share in a lovely holiday home in the Santa Barbara area, and what I like about it very much is that it's extremely flammable. <laughs> as soon as you set light to it, it is on fire, and I think Boris Johnson should be doing the same.
1: <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Boris Johnson! You a
2: coward? Johnson not assemble a big pile of dry kindling. <laughs> Why?
1: So yeah, good, good, good work, everyone. Um, the best thing about this billboard is that when I saw it, there is actually a person right underneath this billboard who is clearly homeless and it's just, you know, a perfect just, uh, portrait mean, of San Francisco, San Francisco. Mm.
2: Yeah, but that's fine. You can be homeless and then have a second exactly. home. You just homeless just means you don't have a first home, right? And then that guy yeah. can buy a second home at an eighth of the price.
0: So I'm really, sure what yeah
1: one day, one day yeah, he'll get An eighth home. of the year. He'll no longer be homeless.
0: Well it's the yeah. uh, it's one of these things where I think like as we get further and further and further into sort of just living in a permanent normalized crisis is hmm. we are actually living in adbusters